Hi, I'm Jamie Foxx, and I'm gonna show you what my diet looks like and what I eat in the day. What's going on guys? My name is Jake and this is your Body Comp Prescription. As always, I hope you're all having a great day. The other day I came across this video from Men's Health interviewing Jamie Foxx about what he eats in a day. So I wanted to see what his diet looks like from a day-to-day -day basis and see what kind of tips he's given out. Diet is really like everything and you don't, look, I had a friend, he says, he was, he was at my house, he's like this. I said, what's wrong? I'm fasting, I'm on the mojito diet and you know, I'm trying to, I said, hey, first of all, you can't starve yourself. Your body has to eat. And, and be careful sometimes, I'm not saying, I'm not laying any blames, but some of these Hollywood diets where you eat a basket of air and drink a cup of wind, don't do that. So before he actually goes into his diet, he brings up this story about one of his friends going through a whatever kind of diet. In this example, I guess he calls it the mojito diet. And I love how Men's Health puts a little like pop-up bubble saying that mojitos are not good for protein. I mean, a mojito is what? Like liquor, lime, mint, something like that? Of course there's no protein in there. But I do love how he addresses Hollywood diets and how a lot of these things are not actually safe for most people to use because I don't care what kind of name you have for your diet, if it's South Beach, Atkins, uh, Keto, whatever it is that you like to do, most of these celebrity endorsed diets are not gonna be effective long-term. And one of the main reasons that fitness professionals like myself consider all those diets with names that are celebrity endorsed to be considered a fad diet is because the protocol for most of those diets are not really sustainable for most individuals. Most of them alienate one macronutrient in particular, most of the time it's carbs or fat. And at the end of the day, what those diets do to help you lose weight is put you in a severe calorie deficit. And yes, we do need a calorie deficit if our goal is to lose weight, but when you're forced to only eat certain foods, you feel a lot more restricted and you're a lot more likely to cheat on that diet. So just because a celebrity lost a bunch of weight following a specific diet, it doesn't necessarily mean that it'll work for you too. The best way to diet if your goal is to lose weight is to figure out your daily calorie intake followed by your macronutrients, and then you decide on how many calories you wanna remove each day. If you wanna be a little bit more conservative, you can pick something like 250 calories per day, and if you wanna be a little bit more aggressive, you can go all the way up to 1,000 calories per day. I wouldn't suggest doing anything more than a thousand calorie deficit per day, just because it'll be a lot more drastic of a change and you'll probably start to feel a lot more hungry. I have my biggest meal in the morning because that's what gets me going. I eat egg whites, a turkey sausage, a slice of toast, and orange juice. So his breakfast isn't anything crazy. Egg whites, turkey sausage, toast, and some orange juice. I've really got no complaints here. I would say the only thing that I would worry about for most people is the orange juice. I'm personally not a juice fan, but I know that there are a lot of people who enjoy their breakfast with some juice. You have to be careful with this because a lot of times juice does contain a lot of sugar in it and juice can be a very calorie dense drink. So if your main goal is to be in a calorie deficit, you might wanna stay away from juice because you may be drinking a lot of your calories. He also said that he likes breakfast to be his biggest meal. And I've got no issues with that. Honestly, I think that makes a lot of sense because when you wake up in the morning, you probably haven't eaten for six to eight plus hours. For lunch, you know, we'll have Brussels sprouts, bacon if you want it, salmon, a little bit of rice, and then... So his lunch is salmon, rice, and Brussels sprouts. This is honestly a really well-rounded meal. The salmon will be the main source of protein alongside some healthy fats because of the omegas. Rice is a pretty simple, satiating carb, and some Brussels sprouts to round out the meal to add some micronutrients. That evening, then it's like a good steak, back to the vegetables, and you can eat that over and over again. For dinner, it's steak and veggies. Didn't really clarify what kind of steak he's eating, but regardless, most steaks have a good amount of protein in them and usually a decent amount of fat. And again, I love that he's incorporating these veggies into his dinner, 
because he's getting in those micronutrients filled with vitamins and minerals that'll help him digest that steak. You can eat as many blackberries as you want. You can eat that constantly, like if you need fruit. While blackberries and most fruit are low in calorie, to say that you can eat as many of these as you want is kind of an overstatement. If you eat enough blackberries, you will gain weight just like anything else. If your maintenance calories is 1500 calories and you eat 1600 worth of blackberries, you're gonna gain weight. Now I'm not saying that for you to be scared about eating fruits and veggies, but all foods have calories in them. And if you eat more than your body needs, you will end up gaining weight. A lot of times I don't like just water because when I was a kid, we was broke. We didn't have money to buy Cokes. I remember my grandmother would buy a six pack of Coke and say, this will last us till September. I'm like, what? It's June. <laughs> she would give like a cup of Coke like every other Sunday. So I would always have to drink water. So sometimes people don't like water, but I'm not endorsing a product, but the LaCroix is a great way to get that fizz and, and the water into. So he's not that big a fan of water, and I know that there's a lot of people out there that don't like drinking just water alone. So he suggested drinking sparkling water. I got no problem with that. Most sparkling water is zero to maybe like 10, 15 calories at most. And if you're a soda drinker, this is a great way to transition over from soda to water. But if you don't like water, you're not just limited to drinking sparkling water. There are so many options out there that are zero to low calorie that you can drink if you really feel like it. Zero calorie Gatorade, Powerade, there's diet sodas. I'm personally a big fan of water flavorings like Mio. All you gotta do is look. So if you don't like water, you got plenty of options to choose from. I snack a lot, but if I snack a lot, that means I gotta go run a lot or I gotta go work out a lot. So my favorite thing is salt and vinegar chips. So first off, he said he snacks a lot. And he said if he snacks a lot, he has to work out a lot. And that's not necessarily true. Just because you're a snacker doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna go over on your maintenance calories or on your calorie deficit. So just because you eat 300 calories worth of a snack does not mean that you need to go do 300 calories worth of cardio to burn that off. That's why knowing your daily calorie intake is so important. Because some days you feel like eating five meals, other days you feel like eating one big meal and a whole bunch of snacks. And as long as you're hitting your daily calorie intake, you should be hitting your goal regardless. So don't be afraid of snacking if that's something that you like to do. He said he likes eating salt and vinegar chips. He can keep eating those as long as he knows what his daily calorie intake is, so he doesn't necessarily have to cut that out of his diet or do a whole bunch of extra physical activity just to burn those calories off. But if you do feel guilty about eating normal chips, you can eat things like protein chips, rice cakes, unbuttered, unsalted popcorn, or any low calorie chip substitute of your choice. Let's, let's talk about workouts especially as you're getting older, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, 18 years or 35 years of experience, you don't need a trainer. Go back to the old school calisthenics because what we have is workout anxiety. I gotta meet the trainer, I gotta do it. I put a pull-up bar right near me in the bedroom. If you can manage to get 20 pull-ups a day starting out, that means however you get to it, do two to three or whatever like this. And if you can get 25 dips, 50 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, if you can get 20 to 30 back extensions, you're done. I do that as soon as I get out of bed, and that way I knock it out of the way. So I don't have the anxiety, and I just get through it. And once you get through it, and if you do a little bit of that every day, pretty soon you'll start to build up your endurance. So apparently when it comes to training, Jamie Foxx doesn't like doing anything crazy. He likes doing calisthenics. He likes just doing body weight stuff. If you can master basic movements with your own body weight, you're going to be off to a really good start. And I find it really interesting that he started touching on workout anxiety because especially as a trainer, this is something that I see all the time. 
People walk into a gym, they don't feel comfortable because there's a lot of people in there, they don't necessarily know what to do, and they get stressed out. So by the time that they leave the gym, they're more mentally exhausted than physically exhausted. So by starting out doing this simple calisthenics, body weight type stuff at home, you can build that confidence and then take that with you whenever you're ready to go step into a gym. He likes training in the mornings. That's another one of those preference things. So if you don't like training in the morning, that doesn't mean that you have to do it. If you like training at night, go train at night. But if you're someone who's always guilty of having no energy at the end of the day, I'd strongly recommend trying to do workouts in the morning. So that way you don't have any more excuses not to get your workout in. He gives a pretty vague outline of what he does in a day as far as the exercises and reps go. But long story short is that you can work on things like progressive overload in the comfort of your own home. Progressive overload just means that you gotta work harder than last time, essentially. You can increase your sets, your reps, you can decrease your rest time, and overall there's no excuse for you to not be able to get your workout in, as well as improve from where you're already at, regardless if you work out at home or have access to a full gym. My words of wisdom is this, is that when you look better, you feel better. So when you eat right, you feel right. And that's what I try to do is eat right, get a little workout in. Don't kill yourself trying to be in shape. Just moderation, eat what you like, just don't eat as much of it. All right, so this last clip is probably my favorite clip of the whole video. It sounds like he has a really good relationship with his food, with his training, because he doesn't really do anything too crazy to be completely honest with you. We went over his meals, we went over his training, and I'm sure you can see he's in pretty good shape. It doesn't really sound like he even counts his macros. It doesn't really sound like he focuses too hard on lifting. His main priority is look good, feel good. So do things that help your body feel good, and then you'll end up looking good. And that includes what you put into your body and how you exercise. You don't necessarily have to eat chicken, broccoli, and brown rice for every single meal if you want to get into shape. And that doesn't mean you have to go to the gym seven days a week and go twice a day doing cardio in the morning and weights at night. You have to find what's going to be most enjoyable for you because that's what you're going to be able to sustain. Finding that balance between what you like to do and what's healthy is going to yield the best possible results when it comes to your health and fitness. Make sure that you're exercising in whatever form is best for you. If you like going to the gym, go to the gym. If you like playing basketball, go play basketball. And then make healthy decisions with your diet on a daily basis, and then reward yourself every once in a while with something that you actually like eating, like a dessert or a cheat meal. Overall, I thought this video was a really good example of what you should be doing on a day-to-day -day basis when it comes to your training and your diet. He didn't preach anything out of the ordinary like intermittent fasting, keto, or any one of those celebrity diet trends. And then he keeps his training relatively simple. Although I do want to throw out a little disclaimer, just because you eat and train like Jamie Foxx doesn't mean you're going to get the same results that he did. A lot of the things that come with health and fitness are going to be trial and error. You have to be able to listen to your body and then make the appropriate changes. This was a really cool video to make and even though I'm a trainer and health and fitness is my profession, it's really refreshing to see people like Jamie Foxx with a big following preach healthy and sustainable habits for everybody. But I'm gonna wrap the video up here. I wanna thank you guys so much for watching. If you enjoyed the video, don't forget to like and subscribe. If you wanna see more videos just like this, let me know down in the comments. I'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace.